What's up, everybody? Uh, I just want to welcome you to the Breaking Down the Boys podcast. I'm Spencer King. With me, I got Sage Karam and Nick Perry. Uh, Sage, say what's up to the people. Hey, what's up? Sage Karam here in Nashville, Pennsylvania. Love the boys. Let's go. What up? What up? Excited to get this started. What's going on, guys? All right, guys, we're super excited. You know, all three of us are huge Cowboys fans. Uh, I know me and Nick have been Cowboys fans our entire lives. Sage, uh, he joined the team around, what, 2016 when Zeke got drafted. But, you know, we're more than welcoming to him. So, yeah, uh, everybody needs a reason. I I joined the bandwagon when they weren't so good. So, you know, always a good reason. Hey, it is what it is. So uh, I wanted to tell you guys a little bit about uh, what we're going to be talking about with the content we're bringing you. So like I said, we're huge Cowboys fans, so we're going to focus in on a lot of Cowboys content throughout the year, uh, recap of their games and everything, what we think, you know, outlook for the season. We're also going to bring in some NFL news. Um, oh, a lot of heartbreaks. If, you, if any of you are Cowboys fans out there, which I hope you are, you know, yeah. a lot of heartbreak. Um, yeah. we'll be we'll be it's bringing kind of like you being addicted to SNM. You just really like the punishment. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be talking a lot more about the NFL too, uh like injuries, stuff like that, you know, how we think everyone's doing. Uh we got a few special segments in the show that we were excited about, some uh, you know, surprise games that we thought like last week everyone did well, you know. Joe Burrow, that's my guy. I love him, man. Go Bengals. Um, <laughs> we got a, we got a little bit of betting uh, action because you know I'm a habitual sports better. Sage, Sage loves me on that one. Um, so I think. So that I think... <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not an addict when you only win about fifty percent of the time. Then it's just that's... a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think we're gonna like dive right into. The beginning of the show, um, last week, Cowboys took down the Falcons in a crazy win, 40-39. to Got that Guys, dub, who man. wants to start us off? Got that dub. Who wants to start us off? Well, I'll go ahead and take the reins on this one. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I didn't see the, didn't see the game live, um, but watching the replays, talk about a damn roller coaster, man. I mean, first quarter, I basically – was about three seconds from burning every Cowboys jersey I've ever owned. Uh, <laughs> I mean, 20 points. 20 points in damn, what was it, eight minutes? I mean, God. Um, but they turned it around, you know, um, ended up coming back. So, you know, we can get into the details a little later, I guess. But SK, a little initial reaction from you? Yeah, I was in a pretty similar situation. I didn't get to see most of the game. I was at a golf outing. Um, and when you live in Pennsylvania, um, you know, you're around quite a few Eagles fans. Um, so, you know, the foursome I was playing with um, was all Eagles fans, and they made sure to remind me of every time um, Atlanta scored and, you know, the Cowboys were falling down. Um, so luckily I got to watch the fourth quarter um, at the clubhouse, and I got to see the uh, the ending of that. And I was the only person that stood up and cheered when we hit the game-winning field goal. And um, you can imagine, it was pretty awkward. I had a lot of booze, and, um, you know, but I took it and uh, had a lot of fun with it. And uh, I'm, I'm very happy about it. Very happy yeah, they came well, out with that win. We came out with a dub, and uh, all the Eagles fans got his Wentz and his WAP. So, I mean, 0-2, oh 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 baby. Yeah. <laughs> They booed him at an empty stadium. Come on. 
they, they literally played the boo noises. <laughs> anyway, yeah, you love to see it. Like, you love to see it. You, yeah, you, you, you can't trust anybody from Philly. They threw snowballs no. at Santa Claus, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. And you know, I don't want to get on the whole, you know rent-free thing where eagles think all we do is talk about them so we'll push it off a little bit a little bit later so like i know i watched the whole game at least you know i was helping my sister move in for the first quarter and three fumbles in the first quarter three turnovers was brutal i don't i don't know what we do to rectify that tony pollard's got to hold on to the ball dalton schultz he the ball just got punched out and zeke you expect better from zeke yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know, have the stats in front of me, but I mean, what's Zeke fumbled maybe a handful of times his entire career. Um, yeah. So I mean, he's bound for one every once in a while. So I mean, it's human nature. Um, I think that a lot of the sloppy play early on, at least, comes from. I think it's affecting us more so than anybody, just because we have the biggest following. But without having people in the stands. The energy is just not there in the, you know, at a game in the stadium, nothing like that. And I think it's just taking our guys a little bit longer to get used to that, um, which is a problem because we're not going to have people, we're not going to have the stands filled all season. So uh, they better either adjust or we're going to be in for some brutal first halves. Well, we did actually have 21,000 fans there. It was, but you know, 21 is a lot less it's not than 80. The same. Yeah. Well, stadium holds 105. It's, you know, it's a, it's a crucial place. aspect. It's a yeah. crucial aspect. Yeah. Um, but regardless, so we looked like absolute, you know, for lack of better words, dog shit in the first half. You know. Oh, for sure. And not Jack, even like a fresh one, like an old one. It's gotten a little yeah. rusty. Somebody stepped on it a couple of times. It yeah. Was, yeah, it wasn't looking good. It wasn't looking good. And so, you know, in the second half, or Dak is just coming. Up. I mean, we're down twenty to nothing. You know. We're already looking at it. All right, 0 and 2 start the season off. We're screwed. You know, how often does an 0 and 2 team come back and make the playoffs? It's happened, I think, like 15, 16 times. It's really not that common. No. So, you know, what I love to see, and like I was even listening to it on Colin, Colin Coward on Monday morning. You know, oh boy. I love Colin to death, but he just loves to rip on Dak. And he does, man. He he does. It's almost like Dak banged his sister or something, you know. He just really hates the guy. <laughs> and it's it's just brutal. But you know, Dak showed me a lot on in that game. And you know, contract here. He's trying to get it paid. That's that's. Oh, absolutely, and good for him. He deserves yeah. it, you know. Yeah. He maybe not maybe not five hundred thousand dollars like like Patty Mahomes, but I mean, the boys earned a bag. Let's let's be real. Yeah. He's. You know he's doing his his due diligence and his part for the for the team so far. For sure, and, for sure. And you know without Jarwin, that's another thing. Injuries have killed him. Without Jarwin, you know Tyron at least Tyron's coming back this weekend. Lyell, man, like yes we do have the most weapons offensively in the league, but you know you don't defense is hurting. Oh, defense is that's a whole another story. Yeah. She. Cheeto, Cheeto Biawuzie is out for – he's on the IR, isn't he? Just got put on it today? Uh, I don't know if he was put on the IR for sure, but he's definitely inactive for at least this week. Uh, the headline I saw was uh, he's going to miss, quote-unquote, some time. 
whatever the fuck. I'm yeah. Doing. Sometime is not encouraging. It is <laughs> no. Not, it, it, no. Not, it's not, not in the sports world. Not in the sports world. No. No. But, but you know. Go ahead, Nick. But I think the major loss, the, the biggest loss, um, you know, and you could really put these one and one A, um, Tyron and Lyell, man. I mean, if the, the, two, the two tackles, they might be the second and third most important position on, on the offense. I mean, behind quarterback, um, if you can't keep him upright, what's he going to do? You know, if he's running around scrambling, just trying to find somebody that's, you know, still standing up downfield. I mean, not really much else he can do, man. He's just no. scrambling for his life back there. Yeah. Um, I will. I will say um, they are getting a little bit of pressure up the middle too, um, but we knew we were going to deal with that. Frederick retired, you know. Um, we're, we kind of got a carousel at you know at the uh, left guard position, you know. Like we got to just iron out the the line. It's not the line we're used to, man. You know, and uh, I think Dak and Zeke are really feeling that. Not well, so much I, Zeke, but definitely Dak. I feel like that's one thing we always talk about is like you go into a season being confident that. Dallas has an amazing O-line. And, you know, when right. you lose, you know, your couple of your main guys on there, it really hurts. Absolutely. Uh, that's, that's that's the big part about it, too. Um, like, you pay, we just paid Lyle. Lyle's got a huge contract now. You know, you expect him to be a 16-game starter, and, you know, he's going to be out the first three games of the year on a shortened year regardless. is just – it's hard. I just want to go ahead and say, too, I love Lyle Collins. I think he's great. But I do, too. But, I mean, we've got at least another week, you know, until we can even see him start to start to practice with the team, yeah. you know. And poor, Van, back. Poor, poor Vander Esch, he can't catch a break. Well, I mean, it's – plenty of breaks. They just happen to be in his neck, his ribs, you know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just – Yeah. <laughs> I mean, poor guy. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a guy that, like, you just want to see out on the field. Like, he, he makes stuff happen. Well, he's a difference maker, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, the, truly the only guy who outplayed him his his rookie year was Darius Leonard. Um, you know, and the guy won Defensive Rookie of the Year. Right. I mean, we thought we had the makings of an absolute stud. You know, the next Brian Urlacher, and the dude hasn't been on the field in over and, a year, a year and a half after he gets off the IR. This isn't a knock at Sean Lee, but you know he's kind of finding that pathway. Yay. <laughs> yeah and and um, to make matters worse sean's still on the ir for at least another week and jalen is playing kind of like he just got bathed in cement the morning before the game yeah you know, he's, he's, he's moving slow he's not I, they honestly need to figure out a way to take him out of coverage and just let him blitz on every play because that seems to be the, what he's doing best right now he's not tracking tight ends he's not I making mean, plays downfield like he used to Shit, the video I sent you, Nick, I think our best coverage is Antoine Woods. I tell you what, he his hips look pretty good in that clip. <laughs> no, I tell you what, number 99 gets down the field and likes to cover people. Sure as hell does. All right, so... Well, he's, he's tired of just getting punched in the mouth is what, is what it really was. Yeah, no, <laughs> no more CTE for him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, First so, episode, we already made a CTE joke. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> All right, so I want you guys to give me three players who you've been impressed with through two games. Oh, easy. C.D. Lamb. Love dude, that. Oh, yeah. Dude is a difference maker for sure. Um, great pickup for us. I mean, he's 
he, he's been amazing. Um, 40 burger, baby. Definitely. I mean, Amari has been great. I had a one handed catch. He had, um, Oh, just Love sick. It. I mean, what an athlete. And, uh, I was impressed with Dak, you know, I mean, I gotta be impressed with Dak. He, you know, I, I've had my skeptical moments of Dak. Um, but for the all way you guys that don't know, Sage has, has given Dak almost as hard as a time as Colin Coward has. Yes, I have. And, um, you know, he, he played <laughs> almost. Yeah. And no, Nick's he, right behind him. He, he played an amazing game an amazing end. Um, and, and, you know, was a real leader of that team to bring him back to that win. Um, he was a big part of that. Um, those are my three guys for sure. And, uh, you know, if those three guys are rolling, then you got Zeke as well. Um, you know, that's a, that's a hefty offense to try and stop. Yeah. Good luck with that one. You know? Yeah. I agree with that. Um, I'm probably after going to go with a couple of guys on defense who I've just been, you know, really enamored with. Start off with Alden Smith. I mean, that first game, the dude just lit it up. He was all over the field, hustling. He was beating linebackers across the field to ch- chase down running backs. I mean, like, dude's been on football for five years. And you can still see he's still got the burn. He's got the, that hunger for it. You know, uh, I'm excited to see what's going to happen, and hopefully we can retain him for more than just a season. Um, another guy on the defensive line that I've really liked um, is a guy that I've given – a really hard time. Kind of thought we were going to cut this past year. Um, Tristan Hill. Um, you know, last year I was furious, furious that we took uh, Tristan Hill over Taylor Rapp, uh, Juan Thornhill. I remember I mean, those texts. Oh my God, I was I almost burned my burnt my place to the ground. It was it was it was infuriating. But dude's looking good in his second year. I have to say. Um, I was really excited to see what Gerald McCoy could do because um, I really liked him. I wanted him to play for the Cowboys for a long time, um, ever since he left Tampa. But we would have cut – we probably would have cut Tristan Hill if we would have kept Gerald McCoy. Um, yeah. So maybe it's a little blessing in disguise. Maybe we can get Gerald to come back next year. You know, who knows? We'll see what happens. Um, third guy, um, not necessarily just over the moon with this guy yet, um, but I really like what I'm seeing. He's getting beat some, but uh, he's making a lot of plays. Too. I know who you're going to say. Trayvon Diggs, man. Yep. Trayvon Diggs. I like the dude a lot. Um, he's making some plays. But, you know, it, corner's a tough, tough position for a rookie to play. So I have to say um, I've been really happy with what I've seen out of him, um, especially the flashes. The flashes that athleticism we see must run in the family because uh, he moves a lot like Stefan. Yeah. I, I agree with two of your guys. So obviously CD, you know, high hopes for him coming into the season, you know, you're the number 21 overall pick. You go to the Cowboys, you know, you're, you wear number 88, Michael Irvin, Drew Pearson, like you're expected Des Bryant to do well. And so far first receiver on the boys to have a hundred yard receiving game. Well, and I th- also think the good thing about CD is he kind of attracts a little bit of attention away from Amari, you yeah, know, and, and that can, that's what is able to open up that downfield play. Yeah. Um, so he's definitely a good weapon for and us. And the, the one thing I do not want to see happen is Gallup to get overshadowed in this offense and get lost in the shuffle. And I don't think he will, but, you know, there's that slight possibility where Dak just starts loving CD, starts loving Amari. He, who knows, he might start loving Schultz. Dalton Schultz also had a great game. Besides the fumble, he had a great game. But still, like, I don't want to see Gallup get lost in the shuffle of 
the wide receiver combinations we have out there. I don't think he will, but he'll be fine. Um, honestly, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that you could single out a single receiver on our team who's more dangerous than any other. Um, you know, because if you let Amari beat you with his route running, if you let CD beat you with his after the catch ability, which let's be real, the dude's a, a rat god. Like he is just a yak god. Like, yeah. Him, you know. Um, so, but Michael Gallup, dude, he. Quality. He's right up there. He's right up there with Godwin in Tampa for a second number two receiver or best number two receiver in the league. Like you just can't take it away from the guy. He had a breakout last year. You can't. I mean, who are you gonna who are you gonna double? Honestly, pick pick and, one because you can't you can't double two because Zeke's gonna eat you alive. Yeah. Who's your other two, Spence? I love Trayvon Diggs. Um, he's you know he's got a a tough road ahead of him because you know with Cheeto being out, it's gonna be. And, and Anthony Brown being out. Um, it's yeah. going to be him and Jordan Lewis. I d- already saw the depth chart for this week against the Seahawks. It's going to be those two guys covering Lockett and Metcalf. Yeah. That's a tough combination. Yeah, it is. So I really want to see him do well. I think he's going to end up being on DK just because he's the bigger out of the two. Um, Jordan, for sure, for sure. I, I've liked Jordan since we drafted him. I think he'll do just fine. And he's, he's what, fourth year in the league, Nick? Uh, third or fourth, yeah. I think yeah. this is I think this is his fourth, yeah. Yeah, I yeah I think he's gonna do absolutely fine. Um, number three, number three is a tough one for me because I really want to go with Alden because defensively he's looked great, but I think I'm gonna go with the newcomer Everson Griffin. I okay. I love Everson. Like he first sack of the season for the or first sack of the season for him for the Cowboys this past weekend it was great yeah. he was excited you guys i'm sure saw the video on twitter of him getting hype he's excited after the boys won you know he's getting yeah. in the camera's face i just love the energy this guy brings yeah he's, for sure he's just a fun guy to watch play and he's he's one of those veteran guys like demarcus that just they respect on the defensive line he's and for any of you guys that like follow everson griffin or see anything on twitter uh he got after one of the oh, other cowboy yeah. beat writers oh, today yeah. Um, he, one of the cowboy beat writers, Jeff, Jeff Cavanaugh. I, I wasn't going to name him, but you know, Nick did. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, hey, listen, Jeff's not afraid to call people out and he's not afraid of what he said either. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Give the guys due credit. Yeah, he stood his ground. He responded. He, he did. He was, resp- he actually responded three times, which was yeah. very impressive. You know, ever since not exactly a small guy to say something back to, but no, I, pro- uh, I probably would have just taken my licks and, and, and yeah. piped down. <laughs> so, so Jeff said something along the lines of, uh, you know, I didn't see any effort from you uh, the first two weeks. You haven't done anything the first two weeks, but it was in a nicer way. It was in a more journalistic way. I and, believe he said is not playing good football or is not not good at football or something along those lines. So it was not it was journalistic. Pretty, it was pretty rough. <laughs> so. Everson responds, what do you know? Uh, it's only week two. Let's talk about this at the end of the season. And he res- actually responded to fairly a, a large amount of comments from people, which was yeah. pretty funny. Um, so I'll have to send you the, the thread of it. But yeah. he's just he's just a fun guy to uh, watch play. I think him, it, like you said, Nick, it would have been fun to see him, Dantari Poe, um, 
Gerald oh. McCoy and DeMarcus on that D line. It would it would be nice, but you know, gotta work with what we got at this point. You know, you know what this D line uh, reminds me of a little bit. What potential anyway? Um, back when the Giants won their first Super Bowl, and they had basically a, a, a line on passing situations. It was four defensive ends that just mm-hmm. got after it. Can you imagine? Putting Everson Griffin and Demarcus Lawrence as your under tackles, and or or Everson Griffin, and putting Alden Smith and Randy Gregory on the edges. There's there is I can tell you in the NFL there is one offensive guard that can handle that amount of pressure, and it's Quentin Nelson. But other than that, that that is you, it. You, you're you, like if it's ever ever third and ten. After October, what is it? October fourth, I think he can come back. Yeah. Uh, good luck. I hope you pack your lunch, bro. <laughs> yeah. Because it's gonna be rough back there. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited about that. I, 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 uh, you know, I just like the direction they're going. Signing some some upper echelon free agents. You know, it's the first time Jer- we've seen that since Brandon Carr. Jerry went all out this year. He's yeah. he's not messing around. He he likes the team. You know, he. I hate to say it, but it's a major possibility this could be the last year we see Dak in a Cowboys uniform. So Jerry knows what he has at his disposal. He wants to win a championship now. He went all out. Yeah. I, lo- I love the pickups we had. Yeah. I think um, I think if they don't get him on a long-term contract after this season, he's done. Yeah. You know, he, he'll, he'll, he'll play at least one more season under the franchise, in my, and, or he'll sit. I mean, he could sit out like uh, – like Bell did, but I think that they'll I think they'll pay him the second year. Um, well, <laughs> but negotiating after that is impossible. Well, you you know what the year after that's franchise tag is, right? Like fifty seven. Fifty nine and a half million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, one season of football. <laughs> one season of football. Yeah. One season yeah. of football, man. It's crazy. Yeah. No, you can't do that. That was almost uh Kirk Cousins' entire contract. Yeah, I think it's I think it's crazy that he's like one of the highest paid like NFL athletes, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that's a travesty. He is making it's an absolute bank. Yeah. And and, the and he's a middle tier quarterback. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. I'd rather have Dak than Kirk Cousins and Spencer. Like you said, you know how I feel about Dak. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hate love yeah. relationship. Yeah, it's a, it's a week it's a week by by week thing. Yeah. yeah, you gotta love when he has three rushing touchdowns, but you know, when two of them come from inside the five, but you know, I mean, <laughs> for all you fantasy guys out there, yeah. oh, Spence loves fantasy. Oh man, uh, I'm not gonna get into it, but uh, you know. we'll get into it later. We'll get into it. All right, later. We'll, we'll talk about it later. All right, so <laughs> looking ahead this week, Cowboys got the Seahawks. You know, probably in my opinion playing as top three team in football. Russell, not, Russell Wilson looks incredible right now. Russell's going to oh, win the MVP. Yeah. Russell yeah. will win the MVP. Russell Wilson should have already won an MVP. Let's be yeah. real. The guy's an absolute zero MVP. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, Tyler, Tyler Lockett, I mean, Tyler Lockett is really good, but he's not Tyreek, you know, he's not Tyreek Hill. Yeah, but Metcalf is looking pretty stout as well. I mean, we, we're going to have to cover them. And like you guys said, our defense isn't where it needs to be at the moment. 
with our corners and safeties and stuff. And we just need to be able to lock those guys down. And I mean, watching that last game they had um, against the Patriots, I mean, those guys were stout. It's going to yeah. be definitely a challenge. And the only thing that I hate to say this, but like, you don't, you don't want to wish injuries on people, but no. Except Carson Wentz. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but I was thinking it. <laughs> No, uh, so the Seahawks lost two big guys, Irvin and yeah. who was it? Uh, KJ Smith or KJ Wright? KJ Wright. KJ Wright. KJ Wright. Yeah. Um, that's huge. That's the two starting linebackers. That is huge. And Bruce Irvin's out for the season. Was it an ACL? Um, it wasn't. It wasn't knee for sure. I don't. I don't yeah, know. It was. It was a season-ending injury. It's hard and, to keep you know, track of all the injuries recently. Yeah, well, I mean, true. there's so many. Yeah, yeah, folks, When we after we stop talking about the Cowboys, we'll, we'll get into all the injuries, and we'll break out the scroll of lists that we have for all the injuries that happened in just week two alone. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. But the Seahawks, I, I keep watching, you know, all these shows like Undisputed, uh, Colin Coward, you know, First Take, but – Everyone that I listen to, they're like, the Cowboys have this great offensive line. The Seahawks have no defense. And I'm like, are we watching the same NFL? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, the Cowboys had a great offensive line three years ago. And Well, I think that a lot of that has, to co- has come just – like, think about it like this. Penn State. When's the last time Penn State, except for, um, for right now um, – with uh, Pearson, but um, Penn State is, you know, was known as linebacker U for forever. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, like guys, guys from uh, Florida, coming out of Florida, DBU or Miami, you know what I mean? Things like that. We've just become known for an offensive line and the reputation has outlived the talent. And I well, agree. maybe not, the, maybe not the talent. Because, you know, we've still got three immensely talented offensive linemen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, we could have the Giants line, and we all see how that is. So, yeah. Let's, yeah. Be, let's, let's be proud. Let's be proud of what we got. I got to yeah. shout out uh, my cousin Tom. Tom, I'm sorry, man. I know you're going to listen to this. And, you know, I'm, I feel for you, but, God, we I hate the Giants. <laughs> yeah, Tom's a big Giants fan for everybody listening. He's a pretty immense Giants fan. It's always fun to watch games with him <laughs> as of recent. Yeah. It wasn't in uh, like 2012. Yeah, no. Nope. So, with the Seahawks, honestly, like, I don't know how how it is. They, it's an away game for us. Like, obviously, it's 12th man, but they have no fans there. Tell me why. Yeah, we did just beat the Falcons by one point. Like, people are saying it wasn't a good win. What do you mean? We came back from 20 points. Well, yeah, that's that's outrageous. Like a a win is a win in my book. Yet it could be ugly, it could be a blowout. But when you come back from twenty points in the NFL and fifteen points with less than five minutes left, what were we saying, Spence? It was like a ninety nine percent chance that they weren't going to win that game with five minutes to go, and then they pulled this thing out. Haven't had an onside kick recovered since 2014. I mean, just to knock that one off the list. Reckon it probably wasn't the best onside kick, just Atlanta didn't really know what hey, to it do. Worked. It but worked. it worked, you know? And and I think that that's why I respected Dak so much after the game is the guy never quit. He never you does. Know? He, he never quit. And um, 
you know. That's my guy right there. That's my guy. There's a lot of that's, teams that, that will be get, be down by 15, 20 points and um, we'll pack it in. We didn't. You know, that's sure. why we won. And, and I think, you know, obviously it's not <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's not something you look oh, back God. on like, all right, we got the win. You can be happy that night. And, you know, I'm sure going into the locker room the next day or whatever, the facility, um, you know, you can't be totally stoked with the performance, no. you know, and you got to kind of forget because it wasn't a great game. You know, we, we, we won because we had grit and we got a little bit of luck and, and we executed, but some, you know, some things had to go our way and yeah. they did. You know, I read a tweet that was like, imagine you're Mike McCarthy going in there on Monday morning into practice or going into a film session being 0 and 2 instead of being 1 and 1. You're, it's a totally different feeling. It but is if I'm Mike McCarthy, yeah, exactly. But, but if I were Mike McCarthy, I, I I would not have gone in, um, you know, the next day of work whenever they're they're back and and you just and wouldn't have gone about in. it. No, 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 not not, not just not have gone in. I would have went in, but I'm hoping Mike McCarthy didn't go in and praise them up and down like they've played right. the best game of their life because it was a very very ugly win and it shouldn't have come down to that. You know what I mean? Especially at home. Yeah. I mean, Matt Ryan had – did he have over 400 yards passing? He's still, I'm not sure. He had four passing touchdowns, and, you know, it's it was a rough win, but, like, you know, we needed it. We can't start the season 0-2. No, um, but you're right. It was a really rough, rough win, but I like to look at it like this. The last 50 minutes of the game, we let up 19 points. Yeah. We let up 20 in the first eight or whatever, but I'll take 19 points in 55 minutes. I feel like that's been a trend of like the last few years is that we just play the second half so much better. Like we don't come out like woke. Yeah, we need we need to come out and step on some teams throats. Just, you know, and 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 I'll tell you, man, the Seahawks are a completely different league than the Falcons. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. If we come out there with that same energy it's going to be not good so one of the one of the biggest things about that game uh coming up on sunday 425 folks eastern time uh we got a such a better defensive line on paper i'm not going to say we do right now because you know we've had two sacks in two games and yeah. we're not getting to the quarterback i think Both we have a total agents by the way we have a total of like 16 quarterback hurries, It's we're, we're not playing well. But on paper, our defensive line should be able to get through their paper-thin offensive line. Their offensive line is god-awful. And Russ just makes things happen with his feet. He extends well, plays. He does it. That's going to be one of the main things we're going to have to do to win this game is contain Russ. And, you know, he's going to be hard to contain. But, you know, there's so many quarterbacks in the league now that you've just – You've got to make that part of the defense is just total containment of the QB. Um, the QB position is is it's it's not much um, like being Tom Brady anymore, where you sit back, you do your three step drop, you find your receiver, and you throw. I mean, these guys have legs, and um, yeah. we're gonna have to contain Russ to win this game. Yeah, it's a it's a totally different mentality than it used to be. Sure, for sure. Um, you know, Russell, Russ, it, we were talking about it earlier. Russ is the MVP favorite right now. You know, so anytime you're playing a guy like that, uh, you got to pay special attention. Um, and our defense was built to do – it was built to play one way. 
it was meant to play with an awful lot of pressure up front because we didn't draft a safety. We yep. didn't tra- we didn't trade for Jamal Adams. We didn't God. sign Earl Thomas. Didn't sign Earl <laughs> Thomas. Still a free agent, by the way, McCarthy. We're um, losing D-backs left and right. I'm not sure he heard me, but uh, I'll call him later. <laughs> um, so our, our D-line has to step up because they ha- we have to be able to get consistent pressure in order to in order to play defense because that's the way this defense was built. We didn't invest. He- I mean, we got Trayvon Diggs, but who else we pick up this offseason? Brandon Carr? You know, and that, like, that that was in the last two weeks. <laughs> right, right. You know, and we're and we're down two two Pro Bowl linebackers already. So yeah, I'm the, gonna, the defensive line just has to play better. I'm gonna put a special focus on. Also, before I say this, Joe Thomas has played great since he's best linebacker to, on the team right yes, now. Yes, yes, he's played fantastic. Yep. I'm gonna put a special focus on Jalen because I think this is gonna be his breakout game of the year. I really do. I think this is gets him back on track. You know, he's going to be the QB spy. Um, he's going to be he at least he should be following Russ around the field like a hawk. Yeah, like a Seahawk. Come ah, on. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Jalen, I think he's going to have a great game. Um, you know, I hope so, man. We this is a big one. This is huge. You know. This gets us back off the track of, oh, they can only beat below 500 teams. Yeah. Especially at Seattle. Granted, they don't have any fans. I don't give a shit. Come on. You're playing Seattle. It's Seattle. Yeah. I should know this. Is it at Seattle? It is at Seattle. Seattle. It is at Seattle, yep. Good news is they're a man down. Nobody in the stadium. And I will say, as an athlete myself, for people that don't know, I've, I've... I'm a race car driver. I race in the Indianapolis 500. This year, we didn't have fans. Um, you would think it would be really, really strange, you know, but once you're playing, I swear, you get into a zone, you get into a, a mindset, and you play, you know, whether it's football, whether it's racing, you know, I knew I was in the Indianapolis 500. I knew what we were doing, and that was the biggest race in the world. Um, so I, I get where we're saying, you know, it's 12th man um and everything but man these guys are just playing and you know better team's gonna win we just got to be the better team yeah and and, you know it's not like they're playing in a silent stadium either they have that pumped in generated crowd noise which you know is super trouble for yeah (laughs) it's it's super trippy to hear noise and then they pan up to the stadium and you're like that's cardboard yeah (laughs) that's that's not a real person (laughs) yeah we didn't have yeah. the luxury of cardboard people at Indy. We just yeah. – it was gray. It was gray stance. Yeah. <laughs> they, they stretched, stretched the tarp. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so anyway, um, I just want to give a quick shout-out to the Atlanta Falcons for pioneering the artificial fan noise. Uh, we wouldn't be where we are today without you guys, so thanks for taking a hit on that. Th- thank you, Atlanta. Appreciate you. All right, so predictions for Sunday – Final Cowboys-related note. What do we think? How about you, Sage? I don't know. I I think it's going to be a tough game. Um, Like I said earlier, I think Russell's playing better than he's ever played. I think he's the – I think, Nick, you said it. He's the the lead candidate of um, MVP right now. We have to contain him. If we can contain him, we can keep it close, and uh, we might have a shot. 
Um, I think with it being at Seattle and, um, you know, the weapons they got on offense and us having a banged up defense right now, um, you know, I think it's going to be quite tough. Um, obviously, I'm never going to bet against the Cowboys. I'm taking us a win by six. Oh, nice. With authority. <laughs> <laughs> I could I could hear it. Yeah, how about it? <laughs> um, I, uh, I'm very concerned about this weekend uh, for, for a couple of reasons. One That's being Russell great. Wilson. One being Russell Wilson. Two being, you know, Mike McCarthy has not earned his job, in, in my view, quite yet. He is not yet, not yet. He's a heavier Jason Garrett uh, <laughs> as of yet. Um, I, don't think he's, I don't think he's that bad. He, he's not that bad. No, but uh, <laughs> at least he's not. At least he's not clapping. You know, as um, as some of my friends from school, uh, you know, Nick, if you listen to this, my buddy Nick G and Grego, he calls him McCheeseburger. So, <laughs> but that's he's, my coach. He's that's bigger, my coach. He's, he's he's bigger than Jason, but he's not as bad as Jason. He's no, not. and I think that um, I think that we haven't really seen his his fingerprints on the team very much, um, quite quite yet. Um, I think well, he hasn't, he hasn't been able to run his offense. We've been down by 20 points. Well, true, but I think too, um, Pete Carroll is, is just a better coach than Mike McCarthy. Um, I mean, Pete Carroll's one of the best coaches in the league. He's just, he's just good. There's no, there's no way of fans and butts about it. You know, there's mm-hmm. a couple guys in the league. When you go up against their teams, you know, you're, you're in for, you're in for a day. Andy Reid, Bill Belichick. Pete Carroll, you know, uh, yeah. Sean Payton, you know, the fact that Sean Payton used to work for the Cowboys and now just kicks the shit out of us all the time really breaks my heart. Every um, time. But I also think, like, too, like, it's, it, it, it's, it's hard yeah. to come into a new program like Mike is doing and, and get everybody yeah. rallied around you. I'm sure there's there's guys on the team that are a fan of Jason Garrett, you know? I mean, like, I'm sure that's the case. And, you know, to transition everybody into your you're what you want to do. You know, you got to be the role model and everything. It's hard. All biased yeah. aside, you're coming into the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, there's, I don't know if there's any more of a pressured job on this planet than being the Dallas Cowboys coach. There isn't. Maybe the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but when you factor in Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll, and then you look at all the injuries we've got on defense uh, in the secondary, and we were thin to begin with, um, I'm going to take the Seahawks, uh, unfortunately. Um, I think Zeke's, I think Zeke is going to have um, a pretty good day. I think that Russell Wilson is going to have a pretty big day. Um, and I'm going to take the Seahawks. Um, I don't know. It's going to be a one-score game, but uh, it's going to be pretty high-scoring, I think. Listen, I took the Cowboys because I'm a Cowboys fan. Am I confident about my pick? Absolutely not. I mean, it is going to be an uphill battle. <laughs> it is going to be an uphill battle. This is going to be a hard game for sure. Yeah. I think – so what I said to you earlier, Nick, uh, for those of you that don't know, I was talking to Nick on the phone yesterday, and you know, the great Michael Irvin, you know, the playmaker – Cowboys number 88 he said that the Cowboys these Cowboys have to win every game by scoring at least 35 points and I totally believe you know 30 to 35 points that's what we have to that's what we have to strive to get every week to at least ensure a win 
So with that being said, I think Russ is going to have a huge day. Um, two corners that haven't been starters very long. Jordan has maybe started four or five games. Uh, Trayvon, you know, he started this is his third game, and he's either going to be covering Metcalf or Lockett or probably both of them throughout the game. I think Russ is going to throw for four TDs. Um, but oh I'm, I'm taking the boys to win it with shout out to Greg the Leg on a on a last minute hey. last second field goal. Greg the Leg, man, he's been great. I'm I'm taking the I'm taking the Cowboys 31-28. Nice, nice. Yo, I heard I heard that uh, you know most people call him Greg the Leg because he just kicks long field goals, but I heard they can't get a cup to fit that guy. <laughs> Dude, when you hit a game winner, man, that's that's usually the issue. Yeah, it, it gives you about an extra two and a half inches. Yeah, <laughs> each time. Yeah. All right, uh, so. That's, uh, no, but Spence, I love the pick, bold, man. man. Thank I you, love thank I, I love the pick, man. I, also, TD passes, man. I. Okay, so we we've, we've seen Dak. He's been chucking the ball. He's actually third in the league in passing yards right now. He's at 716 yards. Um, only about 20, 25 yards behind the leader. So I think we've seen Dak get the ball down the field. I think we're going to see him get in the end zone in the air. I think hey. Dak, Dak, Dak throws you know for three. How hard, you know how hard it is to beat a team that throws for four TDs? And you just predicted that they're going to throw for four TDs. Dak throws for three. Zeke for rushes in for one. Great the leg. <laughs> put it through the uprights, baby. Boom. You know, ah. if you think if you th- if you really get into it though, with Bruce Irving down and they've got KJ right down, Zeke should have a hell of a day. Yeah. Hell of a day. And I can't name a single defensive lineman on the Seahawks. And that's just not me being like a non sports fan. I just don't know who their de- defensive linemen are. I just want us to pick up this win more than anything because I'm just so sick and tired of people telling us that we can only beat 500 teams. Yeah, it's yeah. brutal. I just yeah. – I think this would be a huge win for us. It would be a big confidence boost. If we can go out of Seattle with a win, sky's the limit. I agree. Oh, for sure. Yeah, this sets the tone for the rest of the season. So let's go in and get that dub, boys. Let's go, boys. All right, so moving on, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what happened in the NFL uh, this past week. And, guys, first thing is – you know, let me bring out the laundry list of injuries that happen injuries. to everyone. Injuries. Mm-hmm. You know, we grew up, Sage and I grew up in a town called Nazareth, Pennsylvania. Um, we I actually played against Saquon in high school. You got a feel for the man. Oh. He, like, yeah. Just, you I know. mean, you, you never want to see that to anybody. And especially, like you said, we played against him. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we know him. So it's like, you know, even though he's on a rival team of the Giants, um, sympathy's Again, sorry, there. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> yeah, sympathy's there. And um, it, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's frustrating. You know, I think a lot of these injuries are stemming from that it was, you know, we didn't have preseason games. We, um, there wasn't a lot of time to prepare. And guys just went out there and they're going full speed right away. And they're just not ready. And, and um, you know, I think these preseason games, even though sometimes we don't like to watch them because we don't get to like to, we don't get to see the people we want to see play. Um, yeah. You know, going through some full speed reps is, is what you need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And raise your hand if you have had Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, or Michael Thomas in any of your fantasy leagues. Not me. And that's why I beat you this week, boy. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm raising my hand, guys. <laughs> we know. We know. <laughs> no, it's, um, it's just, it's so hard. Like, you know, all the 49ers players, what's up with MetLife? Honestly, RIP to the Niners. Um, they, had a, they had a real good shot to, you know, get back to the championship game, um, you know, and contend for a conference title. Um, at, least until we, at least until we beat them, but. Um, Bosa out is in the championship game. <laughs> yeah, uh, Bosa, I mean, the Bosa brothers, two of the best defensive players in the league. They're right up there with, you know, the Aaron Donalds, the TJ Watts, like those guys, they're probably better than TJ Watt, to be honest. Playmakers. Um, I would say better than TJ Watt. But dudes are just absolute studs, you know? Um, so Nick Bosa going down, huge, huge loss. And then the guy who plays right next to him, Solomon Thomas, goes down too. I mean, they're going to be hurting. You know, and yeah. then they got, they got Garoppolo down. They got Raheem Moster down, who is – that one hurts my fantasy, fantasy team. Running back. Yep. I, I it's mean, be tough, man. I, you know, you saw a lot of players maybe saying that the turf wasn't, you know, up to par or whatever. But I, I, I don't think that's the excuse. I don't think that's the answer. I, I truly just believe that it was, it was a longer off season because you weren't able to train. You know, at the time you were able to, years past, you weren't able to do the preseason games. I just think it was just we went into full speed play and, and you know, ready to rip people's heads off just right away. And and I think yeah. there's just injuries happening. I, I, I don't think it's the turf. Um, You know, some players said that, but there's been injuries all over the league, you know, and just it plagued one team yeah. a little bit more than the others. You know, up until well, yeah. up until about an hour before this uh, conversation we're having now, I would have disagreed with you. But as I mentioned before, when I was scrolling through Everson Griffin's uh, Twitter timeline, the Cowboys didn't start tackling until they played that week one game. <laughs> that was their yeah. first time tackling people. Dude, I haven't wrestled in since um, three years ago. And now every time I go into a wrestling room, my dad's a high school wrestling coach. I, I get hurt. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, dude. When's, when's the last time you ran a race without driving the car first? Yeah. exactly it, it would be near impossible yeah you know i mean i mean like they definitely need that preseason time to get back and fight in shape um you know we've been we haven't been completely immune to the injury bug but we've done better than some um you know as long as we can keep our core guys healthy from here on out and get start getting some of our guys back in i'll be happy with that i agree um, you know, but I did hear that San Francisco is thinking about not playing another home game until they can get the turf replaced by with grass. Yeah. You know, that's a that's a pretty major statement. Yeah. And um, I know from my experience, I love turf compared to grass. I hated yeah. playing on grass. Yeah. So yeah. that's I mean, obviously, high school football grass is. You know, we played in back, high school, everybody. We played back in, in, high back in the glory yeah. days. Glory. Yeah. Days. Yeah. yeah. Um, High, like high school football grass is totally different than NFL, you know, Kentucky blue grass or whatever they got out there. Yeah. To be honest, Dak Prescott has better grass in his front yard than you have on your high school football field. Let's be real about it. True. It's yeah. like, it's like playing golf, man. It's like we putt at courses where there's holes in the, in from aerating and everything. And you see these PGA guys and they're just putting on carpet. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah it makes, it makes a huge difference. And, I'm curious to see, like, 
you know, if there's less injuries on, like, if there's a statistic that comes out, if there's less injuries this year on grass versus turf. It, it's one of those things where uh, they move the field goal or the extra point back to uh, the 17 somebody, yards. Somebody will do it. There's a statistic on anything nowadays. You know, I gotta yeah. love the I love the ESPN statistics where uh, someone was we batting. Get it. You're a math nerd. <laughs> someone was <laughs> someone was batting like 340 in the month of September when the wind blow is 45 miles per hour. Yeah, which who has the time to do that? Not Who me. thinks of that? Someone does that. Yeah. Someone's overpaid to do that. Yeah, for sure, 100%. All right, so from this past week, what do you guys think? Like, who surprised you? Who disappointed you? Like, what teams, what players? What do you think? I'll tell you who surprised me. Baker Mayfield. Dude, really? Dude threw for a good game for once. Um, now, I had you, high... now you really sound like Colin Coward. Dude, <laughs> I had high hopes for... Um, Burrow's going in there, picking up his first win. Um, and Ant Baker just kind of came out of nowhere and had a great game. I, I think he, he really surprised me. You know, he was able to make the plays he needed to make and won that game. I don't know if the Browns are a better team than the Bengals. I, I don't know. But, um, you know, he was able to get that, get that win. He surprised me. Okay. Nick, how about you? Um, I got two. Um, I'm going to cheat a little bit. Um, but one's going to be Cam Newton. Um, just because dude's, dude, dude's playing like he hasn't played in years. I mean, yeah. we're, see, we're seeing Cam from the MVP season. Like, he's it, just – he's taking coaching fantastic. He's listening to Bill, Belichick. He's buying into the culture. And mm-hmm. they're building that offensive around him. And it looks, it looks tough. I don't did, know what we're going to – Did you see the list of quarterbacks that are making more guaranteed money than Cam Newton? Yes. This year? I have not seen it, but I would imagine oh, it's an awful lot. Oh, it's like, yeah, it, it's it's pretty deep, and, you know, and he imagine. he's going into that program and, and really taking to it and learning and, and playing well. That's a good pick, Nick. That's a good pick. I can't, can actually – I have it pulled up right now as who gets paid more than Cam Newton. Oh, let's hear it. Give, give, me, the, give me the five right above him. So – Cam oh, Newton's, there's like 15 so above him. Just for just for instance, Cam Newton's <laughs> contract, his incentives can push him to a maximum of seven and a half million this year. Okay. Okay. So for instance, some quarterbacks that make more than him, I'm gonna start from the bottom of the list to the, to the top. Yeah. Marcus Mariota. Hmm. Jacoby Brissett. Alex Smith, who just hit the field about a month ago. You know, prayers to Alex Smith. That was a great comeback he has and everything. Hope Mari- best for him. Mariota's second string, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. In, in Las Vegas. Oh, good. Good. Justin Herbert. $17.5 million. What, what is Cam guaranteed? Do we know? Oh, sorry. I didn't get to the best ones. He's not guaranteed any money, by the way. Taysom Hill. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Jordan Love. Case Keenum. Tyrod Taylor, Mitchell Trubisky. Oh boy, that's a that's a rough one. I will say Taysom Hill, he deserves some money. He, that, he, that guy yeah. is good. I, I I like Taysom Hill. He runs with authority. He runs people over, and he's uh he's a threat. You don't know if he's gonna throw the ball. You don't know if he's gonna go out in the slot. You have no idea. He's a good. He's a he's definitely a difference maker. He's a glue guy. To that, to th- yeah, to go ahead and and just you know 
use an overused cliche. Talk about a dang Swiss Army knife, man. Yeah. That dude plays every position. I mean, you could you could tell him to snap the ball and he would go out there and play center. I, I mean, yeah. So Nick, you said you said uh, Cam Newton was one of your yeah. What's your uh, other one? What's your second one. So Cam is is definitely my first one, and then two. Yeah, so my second dude's Gardner Minshew. Uh, team is supposed to be tanking this year. Um, you know, he's come out. He's played really well. You know, it almost makes you think that they're going to miss out on Trevor Lawrence because, let's face it, they're, they were tanking for him. They got rid of everybody. No more tanks for Trevor. Everybody. I'd still take Trevor over uh, over Gardner. But you can't you can't beat the stash, bro. I was about to say, best mustache in the game. Uh, dude stash, parties. Stash, stash dude parties, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, when you tell Gardner Minshew that he wears jorts, it's not an insult. He takes it as a compliment. And oh, I like that. The way he, I like the I way like he, the quarterback. The way he called out uh, Fitzpatrick and gave him respect for his beard. Mm-hmm. Respect, man. Respect. Especially after Fitzmagic trashed him about the mustache. Oh, yeah. <laughs> trashed him. Yeah. Put him in a body bag. <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I think about that assault on facial hair? Trash. <laughs> <laughs> Trash. It's trash. <laughs> All right. I'm going to – I actually have two as well. I'm going to go with the Monday night game. The Raiders freaking surprised me. Oh, wow. man. I had so many bets on that game not yeah. going the way it did. Sorry about and that. And I yeah. actually – no, no, I actually didn't run any of those by you. I, I did those bets before, and then I, I went through. Um, for fans at home that, that don't know – I usually go through my bets through Spencer, you know, because he seems to know about a lot about football and I end up losing everything. And then I um, undownload the betting app and then redownload it the next day. Um, yeah, to, to my def- to my defense, I do these elaborate parlays where, you know, I'm just trying to win big and then just stop. You know, I always win about three out of four, or five out of six. It never works out. <laughs> and no, I always it I, does. I, I always tell Sage it, it never and, works out. Yeah. <laughs> There's not much more to say about it. <laughs> and okay, so the Raiders look great. You know, maybe Gruden, maybe he's real. Maybe Derek Carr is playing well. I don't know. Derek Carr played a great game. Let's, he let's did. Me, you got to give it to the guy. In that game, weirdest series of events that happened on the goal line. Nick, you you watched the game, right? Yeah, I watched the game too. Yeah, says you watched it. Okay, uh, so I, I will say my second favorite person of, of this week was Waller. There you go. Okay, we'll, we'll get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Josh Jacobs fumbles the ball on second and one, or second and goal on the one-yard line. Then the ball gets stuck between the center's legs on third down uh, for Derek Carr. They recover the ball again. And then they run a play action and score to Waller. Now, Sage, you can talk about Derek Darren Waller. Spence is not a big fan of uh, Mr. Waller at the moment because, um, you know, anytime you put up 181 fantasy points and you lose that week, that is not a good taste. And um, that's exactly what Spencer did. I um, I had Waller uh, sorry, starting. Dude. Yeah, sorry, dude. It's it's sorry. Um, I had Waller starting for me as tight end, and um, I needed, what, 28 points, Spence? You needed 23 points to beat me. 23 points. Honest to God, I didn't know much about the guy before this game. I actually said to Spence, I said, 
well, I'm screwed, you know, good win. And we were playing each other in two leagues actually this week. And I had the one pretty wrapped up already. And then didn't think I had a chance at this one. And this guy just Slight, started slight flex there. Over two. Over oh, two I, 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 I started, uh, this guy starts catching everything, starts catching TDs. I mean, it was incredible. And then he wins me it. And I sent Spence, as you can imagine, a lot of hate mail and, um, he didn't. He didn't respond for a good, you know. Eighteen I'm watching hours. The, I'm watching the game. My phone is face down. I just hear the. Zzz, zzz, <laughs> zzz, and it's just it's sage text to me. Yeah, bro. exactly. It's it's just brutal. And you know, oh, I was I was I was done with the night. What a pick it was from me. Yeah, yeah, this guy this guy texts me and he goes, I don't even know who this Waller guy is. And I'm like, he's like the third best fantasy tight end in the league. He's the second, the dude. Fourth, he had like, the foresight by Sage Karam. Oh, dude, he had like. Darren Waller. <laughs> what a bold uh, move. What's what the dude's name? Um, what's the dude's name at, at Miami? Um, Gusecki. Gusecki. He had like oh, 26, boy, 27 points fantasy. And. Um, I had him on my bench. So I was like, oh, if I would have played him, I would have beat you. So I was like kicking myself in the butt. And I'm like, well, there goes that week. And then yeah. somehow, man, this Waller guy just comes to life. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Sorry, Spence. You went 0-2 this week against me. I am the champion. I will keep this role on. And I will go on to win the fantasy, G- the fantasy league. Sage is going to end up. Sage is going to end up 1-12, in 12, just letting you guys know. Oh, yeah, and to be fair, I was 0-1 before those games, so thank you for my first wins. All right, so so back to my second surprise game. I think this team, like not even just this week, has let me down all year. The Texans, they look terrible. Um, the Ravens, okay, they were playing the Ravens. You know, they had two of the toughest teams oh. they're going to start with. They played the Chiefs. They played the Ravens. Hardest. Like, that's the hardest schedule to start a season. Yeah, let's be by fair. far. By far. But the thing is, I don't see them getting any better. I hope they do, but I really don't. I don't. I, I don't know. The biggest biggest mistake of the whole offseason was getting rid of Nuke. I don't get that. It Bill doesn't o- make any sense. Bill O'Brien likes to run the ball way too much. He. They should have never given him GM. Uh, responsibilities. It's bro. I almost cried. I almost cried when Bill O'Brien left Penn State. But now I'm glad we got Franklin, baby. You know, Bill O'Brien is just turning Houston into an absolute shit show. You know, you got two dudes from from Clemson who are the two best players on your team. You got one of the best up and coming quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. You just say, you know, you know what? We don't need the best receiver. We'll be fine. Give me that running back that was good four years ago. Yeah. What? Let me let me get the guy that had over twenty three hundred scrimmage yards when he before he uh you know messed up before his anybody, wrist before anybody knew who he was. Yeah. And then never never popped again. Where's uh Where's David Johnson from? Northern Iowa. Um, if you're a Texans fan, hell. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, those were my two surprises of the week. That's yeah. good. Well, those if, we're, are good. If, we're talking, if we're talking about being surprised about teams, how about the supposed best team in the NFC East? Oh, yeah. Baby. The Philadelphia Eagles. 
Yeah, they're in trouble. They, um, they're in trouble. You, you love to see it. You love to see it, and especially when you're at a golf outing with a bunch of Eagles fans. You love to see it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what the Eagles are? They're trash. They're absolute trash. trash baby. Dude, I think it's like the only team I've ever saw win a Super Bowl and actually destroy their own city. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't like That's it wasn't Philadelphia. Not exactly like it was nice beforehand. No, but that, that is Philadelphia for you. Yeah. I was driving through Philly once. I rolled the window down and got hepatitis. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So we'll, uh, we'll move on to a segment like I kind of created here. Uh, actually, Nick, I think you kind of created this, um, the two-minute yeah. drill. Yeah. Okay. So, so we got to do these quick, all right? Yeah, so I'm gonna. I have the clock looking up here. Um, we're gonna go through. Uh, make bold predictions. We'll actually do it this way. How, what do you guys think? We'll go around. One person make one bold prediction, and until the time runs out. Okay, you start, Spence, and then that'll start the clock. We got two minutes to do this. Let's roll through it. All right, starting and now. So, Bengals Eagles. I think Joe Burrow throws for. Three touchdowns, 350 yards, and they beat the Eagles by two scores. I think the Texans um, are going to pick up their first win going to Pittsburgh. They're 0-2. Pittsburgh's 2-0. They're going to go down there to home field advantage for Pittsburgh. They're going to beat them by at least 14 points. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say Zeke has over 150 yards rushing, and him and Pollard both get in the end zone. I like that one a lot, actually. I'm going to... Go out and say it. The Giants take down the 49ers. I really no. I think I, I think that is I think crazy. I, that's talk about a bold prediction. That's, that's mine. a bold prediction. That, I, I love that one. All right, boys, we got one minute left. What else? All we right. Got? My second one is. I don't know. I mean, it's a pretty bold prediction as far as yardage, but I think the Chiefs are going to hold Lamar to 50 yards or less rushing. And they are going to beat them. I know it's coming off a week where they didn't look so great, um, but I think they're going to clean it up, and I do think they're going to beat the Ravens. Okay. Real quick, right now, you got to take Patty Mahomes or Lamar. Got to pick one. Patty Mahomes. Oh, by, by far. Yeah, Mahomes. <laughs> by far. That's why I just said Chiefs are going to win. Contrary, contrary to my belief in the quarterbacks, I kind of believe – that coming back and, uh, you know, after taking the L last year, I think Lamar turns the corner and takes down Patty and Andy Reid this week. You just okay. went against me. I know. All right, all right. And, and, and we'll be keeping track of these bold predictions. So we'll see, we'll we, come we in gotta... next week and we'll say, you know, Spence was one and one for two on his. Sage was 0 for 2 because I'll probably be 0 for 2. And, you know, we'll, we'll go on from there. We'll keep this a little competition. All right, so we're going to move on to – this is my favorite segment. Oh, man, this holds a place Here in my heart. Go. Oh, <laughs> this is called SK's Pick'ems. Oh, These this are, is uh, what you actually don't listen to Spencer on. Yeah, if you guys just want to tune out, you know, I'll just get on a tangent for about 25 minutes here. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you five weekly picks that I love to bet on, Okay. So this week, I love the Bears. 
money line to beat the Falcons straight up. I don't know. Tell me how the Bears are a 2-0 team, and they're the underdog. I got two words for you. Mitchell Trubisky. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Nick, Nick, Will, if you guys are listening to this, turn it off. (laughs) Got a few uh, Chicago Bears fans. Listen, it's not I, my fault that it's not my fault that they that they took him uh, in the, what second overall. It's not my fault. That's your it's, that's your fault. You have a terrible Mah- organization. Mahomes, they passed on. Watson, they passed on. They traded up to get him. I know. <laughs> regardless, <From> three. <laughs> regardless, Bears defense, I love it. I think, you know, Matt Ryan, he throws for four hundred yards like every week. I think this is the week he doesn't do it. I like the Bears' money line. My next pick, Ooh. Bills, minus one and a half versus the Rams. Another thing where I think the Rams are due for a bad game. They put up a Bill, lot of points. Bills are going to win that game. I think so, too. Bills are going to win that game. I think not only win, but they'll cover. It's only minus one and a half. It's one and a half points. Come on. Yeah, that's another bold prediction. I, I, I think Stefan Diggs is going to have a – is gonna have a game that game. Just have yourself a day, bud. Have yeah. yourself a day. Have a day, cause you know I got him in fantasy too, so that'd be nice. Yeah, for sure. All right, That's so a Bill, good I like me that too. one. I had, Thank you. I had him, Thank had him you. on my damn bench all week. Ah, uh, what a shame. But I like that bet, Spence. I actually might make that one. Sage, that'll be a that'll be a Fanduel you know, bet. Just keep your 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 trend going. So my third one, I got. Bengals plus five and a half to cover versus the Eagles. I'm not saying they're going to win. You know, I did in my bold predictions, but reality, I, I don't think they're going to win. But I do. If they do, we win some money. We win some money, folks. That's how it goes. Uh, I, I think Burroughs is going to get his first NFL win against the Eagles. I think okay. it's um he's got a fire lit under his butt. You know, he's got two losses in a row, something he's not used to, and I think he wants to change that. I think he's going to win against a crippled um, Eagles team. Okay. I, I agree with that. I think the Eagles are, you know, soft right now. They, they're they still struggling to find their identity. They don't have a run game. Uh, Miles Sanders, yeah, you look, you look decent, but, you know, I still think Bengals plus five and a half. My fourth one, Titans have been in close games all year. I say all year, but it's only been two weeks. Yeah. And, they're playing the Vikings, who have just well, been. That's the thing, Spence. When, when we're Cowboys fans and you're two weeks in, it feels like it's been a full season. <laughs> for those for those of you who don't know, you know, I've lost a lot of hair in my uh, 24 years of life. You know, the Cowboys it's been, don't. It's been happening since like the eighth grade. <laughs> that The Cowboys don't exactly help that. <laughs> so the, this week I like the Titans minus two and a half versus the Vikings. The Titans are due for one of those games where they win by two scores. Um, I'm thinking the Vikings are just absolute trash. 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 Fucking trash, boy. And then (laughs) I had to throw this last one in there. You know, first show we're putting out there. Taking the Cowboys money line versus the Seahawks, baby. What's What's the line? Lines Cowboys plus five and a half. Okay. It's, a lot. it's a lot of points. It is. It's a lot of points, but um, I think if they play well, they play like a second-half team the whole game, I think they'll be all right. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. So those are my five picks. Whether you guys agree with them or not, you know, 
win some money or lose a lot of money. I don't care. Well, usually I agree with all your picks, and then I bet on them, and I lose my money. So um, we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, you win some, you lose some. Lose more than most. (laughs) Gotta love parlay insurance. uh, Parlay insurance is the way I live. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is is good. I'm excited for this Cowboys season. Um, You know, we got a lot of work to do. Uh, going forward, uh, especially with, you know, we got to stay healthy. That's a big thing. Um, you know, the offense has not been playing well. You were expected. In my opinion, we should score at least 30 points a game. We at least, very minimum, bare minimum. Yep. But, uh, you know, defensively, Nick, I think you mentioned it earlier, Randy Gregory is going to be a huge addition to this team again. I think he's a stud. For all Randy Gregory's haters and those who think he's going to come back and just be an absolute dud, I have one thing to say. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we, don't time for, we don't have time for that kind of negativity, okay? No, we so, do not. So, um, Randy Gregory's going to come back. And the dude, just like Alden Smith, has like intangibles that you can't take away. So, skill sets, bend, and flexibility, like you can't teach that. So, the fact that that is what the two skills that those guys possess – they don't. They're not. They're not Demarcus Lawrence. Demarcus Lawrence is a tactician. I mean, his technique is very good, and he beats you with strength, tech, and skill. Technique. These guys. These guys just have pure athleticism. That as long as they're in shape, they're going to be able to do what they do best. And you know, I think that that's going to transition really well from a two-year break, just like it did for a five-year break with Alden Smith. Yeah, Alden's another guy where. This guy's really the limit for him. What is he? He's 26 years old? 27 years old? Uh, I think he's 28. 28? Okay. Still, I mean. I could, be, I could be wrong, but I think he's 28. And he's on a one-year, $4 million, $5 million contract with us. Yeah. For you sure. know, he's – that's a that's his livelihood. That's what he's putting out there. And I think yeah. he's, he's going to do just fine all year. He might yeah. actually – another bold prediction just for the Cowboys. He might actually lead the Cowboys in sacks this year. Okay. I, like I wouldn't be, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised. The dude's a stud. Yeah, yeah, I like it. You know, and he seemed honest, and, you know, uh, football aside, the dude really seems to have his life back on track. So, Alden, good for you, bro. Yeah, I, I'm really happy for you, Alden. I know you're probably not going to listen to this, but I hope you do. Yeah, someday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, so, uh, so, boys, you guys have any uh, closing remarks for the people that are listening to us? Um, only thing I got to say is, you know, with everything that's been going on in the world, man, between COVID and, you know, all the unrest that we've had, in, at least in American cities, um, you know, in the past six months, how nice is it just to have football back in your life, man? Because, like, you can you can watch baseball and it ain't the same. You can watch basketball and it ain't the same. Hockey was great, you know. Ho- the, the Stanley Cup playoffs going on right uh, going on right now. Game three was tonight. Um, I, I'm a huge hockey fan. Big, you know. It was great to be able. To, I'm a Flyers fan. You know, unfortunately, the team team that I pull for happens to share a city with the worst sports franchise on the planet. But we're not going to talk about that today. So. <laughs> You know, watching the Flyers uh, get knocked out was pretty rough. But new Cowboys was right around the corner, baby. Just had to make it to football season. So, um, you know, 
I'm just pumped that football season's back and, uh, you know, two weeks down already. I totally agree. I'm just happy that we're here, able to do this. Um, this is a new venture for us, obviously, um, something we've always wanted to do. I'm just happy we're able to put it together, still bring out this content for people. Hopefully you guys enjoy it and we can come back every week with some new ideas. Um, you know, I think we need to figure out some sort of plan of how people can, you know, say things they want us to do and stuff like that and you know try to accommodate everybody that's listening um so you know this is a very rough start of what we want to do and we're gonna you know try and bring you know our best foot forward coming you know from next week and the week after and everything so hopefully going forward we can uh you know bring some good stuff yeah absolutely if you guys have any questions or suggestions uh, about you know stuff that you want us to talk about maybe or discuss on the pod just go ahead and throw it in the comment section and uh, we'll go over it and just uh you know comment as many people as we can and yeah. also non-football related if anybody's bored this friday and saturday your boy sk here's racing at indianapolis motor speedway in the gp harvest race double header route for the 24 car oil to soil chevrolet we're going to the front let's go two four sorry i had to put that plug in there spence no no no, no. It's, it's all us uh... You know, maybe oil to soil likes a little uh, football content. Who knows? Oh, uh, yeah, buddy. We'll, we'll see. Big nah, boys fans. Big boys fans. Uh, Sage kind of hit it uh, nail on the head right there. Uh, like, we're this is new to us. We're we're just trying to put their best content we, we think you guys will like out there. And uh, whether it's Cowboys related, NFL related, like, we're open to new ideas and everything. So, um uh, with that being said, um, hopefully you guys enjoyed everything that we put forward. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. And, you know, as always, go boys. Am I right? Go boys.